Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing week and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. Happy Valentine's in advance. I know a lot of people are gearing up for Monday despite being a weekday, whether you're going out with your partner, you're hanging out with your friends, hanging out with your families, whatever you decide, I just really hope you have an amazing day filled with love, God's love, okay? Don't wait for the love of human beings, don't wait for the love of a man or a woman. Just enjoy, swim in the love of Abba because it is more than enough, it is sufficient, and above all, it is beautiful, right? So I thought in the spirit of love and in the Valentine's season, it'll be nice to have a couple of episodes on love, right? Whether love, relationships, marriage, and so I'm excited for this week's episodes as well as next week's episode because we are going to be diving in deeply on love relationships marriage now i want to put a caveat here like first off so that no one thinks i'm an expert on any of this okay i'm speaking to you based on my study and my knowledge of the word of god from counsel as well as from watching godly couples so i'm not speaking from experience but it actually is experience because you would find that by the time i start talking to you guys about certain things you would find that we actually get to experience certain things before we get to experience them and i know that's hard to understand but you see as we get along so today we're going to be talking about marriage and we are attempting to answer the question why did god choose to use his relationship with us to describe marriage like think about it every single thing in the world god looked around and he chose that you know what to make these people understand marriage i'm going to point them to the relationship that i have with them i don't know about you but i've often thought about it and the lord and the holy spirit has have led me you know to an answer which by god's grace i will be sharing in this week's podcast episode so sit tight and let's get right into it so why did god use his relationship with us to describe marriage Now, the first thing I want to point your attention to is the fact that the Bible actually refers to us as the bride of Christ. I know a lot of times the only thing that people remember in the Bible with regards to marriage is the five virgins and the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins and how they waited for the bridegroom. And when the bridegroom came, he shut the door on the foolish virgins who didn't have extra oil. Now, that's not the only place that the Bible speaks of a wedding. It is also not only the marriage in Cana that speaks of a wedding in the Bible. As a matter of fact, in the book of Revelations, the Bible speaks of our reunion when Jesus Christ comes back to take us home. It says that there will be a wedding banquet. Now, what happens at a wedding banquet? You will find that a groom has come to publicly declare his desire for his bride and take her home to be with him. Now, that is what is going to happen at the end of this age. When Jesus Christ returns from heaven, we have every assurance that he's going to come back when that trumpet sounds and he's going to take the saints, we, the bride of Christ, to go and be with him that where he is, we also might be. So you find that in the first place, before even marriage that exists between a man and a woman, there is marriage between us and Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but that gets me really excited. I wrote a blog post about two years ago, and the title of that blog post was We Get to Practice Marriage Before It Actually Happens. Um, It'll be a good idea to go and search for that blog post. I might link it up in this um, when I upload the podcast, but please do find it on Fortune Man um, Man blog. 
Now, I found that our relationship with God is a mirror of marriage because it is the only institution under heaven that permits the same oneness that we share with Abba. I'll say that again. I have found that our relationship with God is a mirror of marriage because marriage is the only institution under heaven that permits the same oneness that we share with Abba. Guys, when Jesus Christ came and died on the cross of Calvary, do you know what he did? He removed every barrier. That sin barrier, that thing that was stopping us from being united with God, that thing that was hindering us from being one with God, the blood of Jesus wiped it away. And so we stopped relating to God from afar. If you remember in the Old Testament, the people, when God said they should come and see him by the mountain, the Bible says that they came and by the time they saw the smoke, by the time they saw the majesty and the glory of God in the way that it was expressed, do you know that these people called Moses and they said, you know what, we don't want to talk to God directly. You talk to God and come and tell us. And so they were middlemen between those people and God. But do you know that when Jesus Christ died, that dividing wall, that separation was taken away. And so what happened? You and I became came one with God again. Why? On the account of accepting Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior, that oneness was restored. Now, do you know that oneness that we're talking about? It is called koinonia. It's a Hebrew word. Koinonia means fellowship. It means intercourse. As a matter of fact, people say that it is the same word that is used to describe koinonia like that happens between a man and a woman as a coitus like sexual relation right and i know for some people that might be hard to grasp but the oneness that brings a man and his wife together is the same oneness that we experience with god through the person of jesus christ so do you see that marriage is only a mirror of the relationship that you have with god the relationship that i have with god and so if we want to even understand what true koinonia is in marriage we must look first at the relationship that we share with god why because the koinonia that exists between a believer and God is the exact same koinonia that would exist between a husband and his wife. And I don't say this lightly. And as we go through the other points, you would see why this is very accurate. Now, secondly, the reason why God uses his relationship with us to describe marriage is because koinonia that I just referred to in the first point in marriage affords both people to be naked and unashamed. Now, you would find that in marriage, there's no hiding again. You know, in our generation today, when people are going on dates, they want to look their best. They wear their best clothes. They have their best hair on, put on the lashes, wear some cute makeup. You know, some of us, what you, what you see on Instagram, like we look the same, we're just as beautiful. But there's enhanced beauty, whether by using makeup or just by wearing, you know, a bit dressed up dresses that we wouldn't ordinarily wear in our houses. Now, you'd find that when you're going out like that on dates, there's no full commitment and so you are committed to looking your best ask people who are married they don't always look 100 at home okay some days they wake up and your husband is seeing you just as you are your wife is seeing you just as you are i even remember one of my mentors she said that when she was pregnant in marriage there was a time she actually peed on herself right it wasn't intentional obviously she was like a few months gone in in her pregnancy and that just happened and guess the person that was there with her her husband now 
marriage affords a certain level of vulnerability that not all relationships get even some relationships that you have with your friends you don't even experience that level of vulnerability that you have in marriage it takes us back to the garden of eden the bible says that adam and eve were in the garden they were naked and they were unashamed it is very deliberate that the word used those two words and it is deliberate that the word used naked first before unashamed because it shows that in their nudity there was no shame right and that's what happens in marriage there is a kind of vulnerability like i said that you don't have in any other relationship and in that vulnerability there is still no shame now do you know that it is this same relationship this same openness this same vulnerability that god expects from you and i in our relationship with him okay directly to him now him to us god to us this same level of vulnerability is the same that we share in marriage now you will find that you there's some christians today that when they're crying they feel like they can't cry in god's presence they feel you know a bit of shame there's certain things that they feel they can't do in god's presence and i wonder why because this is your bridegroom this is your heavenly father this is the one who created you who knows everything before you even say it you know you are scared to be vulnerable before him because you are afraid of maybe how he might react and all and that tells me that you might not even know the nature of the god that you serve because you will find that if you know god's nature you will know that rather than running away from him when we want to be vulnerable we run to him because my deepest levels of vulnerability has been in my secret place with god god and i the things that i've experienced in my secret place to be fair i I cannot even say some of it outside okay and it's the same thing with the husband and wife how many couples do you hear talking about their sexual relationships outside forget our generation i mean generation z go on youtube you see couples talking about (laughs) i'm so sorry i actually find it so funny how they come out and they actually speak publicly about their sexual relation i mean no offense to them if they're comfortable to do it shout out to them but for me i think it's something so sacred right it shouldn't be something that it should be just talked about so lightly and just like that if you get what i'm saying because even in my own personal place with god it's not everything that i experience that i come out and share with people despite how much i share about god you know to people as well as on my social media so you'll find that the koinonia that a husband and a wife share is the same koinonia that we share with god because there is a certain level of vulnerability that we have in just relationships that are not in any other relationship on this earth number three God uses his relationship with us to describe a marriage because our relationship with him is a blueprint for marriage. It is a blueprint for marriage. The blog post I wrote on us getting to practice marriage before it actually happens, it was just describing how every single thing that a man and a woman experience in marriage, you experience it with your heavenly father, with the lover of your soul, guys, with the lover of your soul this craze of i'm excited to see what happens in marriage i'm excited to experience it start experiencing it now don't delay don't wait until there's a man in in your in living until you're living in a man's house now as you're living in christ as christ is living in you start to experience it now the only reason why i'm excited for marriage is because i know what i enjoy in my relationship with god and somebody might be out there thinking hmm this one thinks she's going to be in a relationship with a God on earth. And I say, yes, that is what I believe. That is what my faith has brought me to believe. Because the same God that loves me the way he loves me now is the same God that is working in my partner to love me in the exact same 
way and it is possible okay guys it is possible i don't want us to allow the fallen nature of this world to taint the ability of god to recreate himself in us god is daily still working on men and women and he is forming himself in us and so because of the fallen nature of this world let's not begin to doubt the transformative power of god's work in you and i so each time where you want to see how marriage really is look at you and god look at the way god loves you look at his words see what he says to you all those things that you see love language you experience all of them in god words of affirmation guys go and read, read songs of solomon you know i wake up some days and you know some of the things that the confessions i read from the bible from the bible i'm mind blown i'm literally blushing like wow god like this is actually a lot gift giving how many of us even breath the breath 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 of life that we have you and i breathing right now it's a gift that god has given to us acts of service every other day god is sending men and women that are serving us in one way or the other okay so all of these love languages all of them together quality time is only physical touch that God is working through your partner to give you. And that partner is husband though. It's not boyfriend. It's husband. Okay, guys? So please let's not get it twisted. Right? But do you know that physical touch? I don't know about you, but sometimes in my secret place, I actually feel that close to God. To the point where I feel his hugs around me. Like, I know I might sound funny right now, but sometimes I I, I, I do as if I'm hugging God in the realm of the spirit. I literally put my hands together. I'm like, oh my God, God, I love you so much. And it's something I learned from my pastor. Sometimes we're in church and then my pastor says, put your hands out and hug god and we literally do it and you would feel like you're doing it now it's only what you believe that work for you okay that's how i've come to see and so i have found that every single thing that we seek in this earthly marriage we see it we experience it in god himself and so it is important that we even learn this thing from god before we jump into marriage okay because god has given us an opportunity to practice marriage before it actually happens number four now the reason why god uses his relationship with us to describe marriage is because marriage also affords us the ability to be conformed to the image of jesus steadily and progressively it affords us the ability to be conformed to the image of jesus steadily and progressively i'll paint a picture for you guys remember when you gave your life to christ me i remember i was 15 years old right i used to be very very i'll use the word rude right my elder sister used to tell me all the time now i've always had a sharp mouth (laughs) you tell me when i tell you 20 and it's something that my mom used to correct me on very well my sister did not have time for nonsense so she she used to literally snap at me whenever you know i was rude like that you know, I, I I don't want to say like I didn't do all these bad things. Like, oh, I wasn't sleeping around or all. Because in, in, in God's sight, someone who is rude to another person, someone who has stolen and someone who has raped something, is all sin, okay? There's no quantifying sin in the presence of God. All of it is unclean before God. And so I found that when the Lord saved me, those things that he was changing in me, some days I was still snapping back. Some days I was still giving 10 when you give me one, you know. 
some days i would still misuse my strong personality and i would abuse other people not like verbally but because i knew i had a stronger personality and someone else had a weaker personality i could use my stronger personality against them when i gave my life to christ i saw how the lord started to change all of these things he started to teach me to be temperate in my speech he started to teach me to be gentle in my speech and i'm still a work in progress by the way it's not that i've arrived okay i'm still a work in progress because i know where i'm coming from and i know where i am now you know there's so many times where i have so many things to say but it ends in my thoughts okay the only thing that will come out is i'm sorry but the only thing that will come out is please let's talk later why because i want to allow the spirit of god to finish ministering to me before i come back and say something that god has not released me to say so you find that in our relationship with god when we give our lives to christ there's something that god is doing you know every single time that a part of you goes you know those those things that god has not planted when they die in you and you learn a fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control every time you learn this thing what is happening is that you are being conformed to the image of jesus the holy spirit's work in us is to conform us to that image so every single time the spirit of god is at work in you what he's doing is he's trying to change you he's transforming you to become more like jesus guys guess what in marriage is not any different okay and you know why i'm so excited for marriage because i'm excited to see the dimension of god that i've not seen in any other aspect of my life in marriage i'm excited to see how how much of patience i will learn in marriage how much of self-control i will learn in marriage now i think that i'm a lot better i think i'm a lot a lot more temperate i definitely believe that i'm a lot more gentle i am so much more loving so much more joyful so much more peaceful in marriage is going to be tested in a different degree and i said it's not likely at all not because i've been married because i spoke to a lot of married couples you know I'm, I'm very free with my mentors they're honest with me i join a lot of married talks and all of this and i see and i hear these things in marriage the things that you think you've learned you will relearn it to a higher degree why also that you can be conformed to the image of jesus christ one thing that i've learned with my relationship with god is that he truly teaches us what we ask him to teach us and it's interesting because god doesn't teach us only theory he also teaches us practically the same way when you go to school university you know they're not just teaching you the head knowledge they're also trying to expose you to the practical knowledge of the application of that thing that you are learning in your books i'll give you an example i've seen with god that when when i was telling god to teach me gentleness god was exposing me to a lot of situations where people would test my gentleness the same way when i was teaching god to teach me about patience I was exposed to so many impatient people, so many situations that would test my patience. And so that was a, a practical situation that God was giving me to be able to grow that patience. My pastor says it all the time. She said that when God is teaching you love, and she actually said this also in 2019, I think for the year was on love loving god i think intentionally and she said that because this is our theme for the year this year god is going to be sending us a lot of unlovable people and she said that to say that god teaches us practically and so you will find that in marriage all of these things that you think you have already learned they will be tested okay through your partner through other people your children your in-laws they would all be tested and they'll be tested to strengthen that which god has already started in you why for one purpose to be conformed to the image of jesus 
So you find that in our relationship with God, he's conforming us to Jesus. In marriage, the exact same thing is happening. There is a mission in everything that God is doing in and through us on this earth. That mission is to prepare us for when he returns. The Bible says in 1 John that he will look for himself in us. Okay, when when, when he, the Bible puts it like this, that when he appears, we do not know what we will be, but we know that we will be like him. So that is to say that when Jesus Christ returns, he will be looking for those who have been conformed to himself. When he stands face to face with you, there will be no difference. Why? Because you would have been conformed through your marriage, through your friendships, through that relationship, that personal relationship that you share with Jesus Christ himself through the Holy Spirit. So it's important that we see that marriage also affords us that ability to be conformed to the image of Jesus. Take note of the end part of that point. It says steadily and progressively. When I gave my life to Christ, I didn't wake up the next morning and suddenly I was more gentle. I didn't wake up the next day and suddenly I was more patient with my words, okay? Over time, progressively, through different situations, through different circumstances, the Lord has progressively and steadily changed me, conformed me to the Son, to His Son, which is Jesus Christ. And like I said, I'm still a work in progress. There are still days where I fault. There are still days where, you know, these things that I've learned, they, I have tests where I fail. But it is a steady pro- process, okay? And there are certain things where I've overcome completely. Like I know today that no matter how this test comes, I know that I will pass it. It's not a thing of pride. It's a thing of I know how God has dealt with me on those things. And so I know that ah, if today I see it, I recognize it straight on. And I will say, ah, no, I've seen you. And I will not fall because the Spirit of God has already done this work in me. So you find that this confirmation to the image of Jesus happens both in our relationship with God as well as in our mind marriages in our relationship with our spouses finally the reason why god uses his relationship with us to describe marriage is because the teachings of marriage the teachings in marriage are the same teachings of a believer now this one i actually learned it very recently from one of my mentors right they had a a little coming together of couples and this was one of the things that they said in you know in that session they said that what you actually learn in marriage, things that you hear that are being taught in marriage, there are things that they're already teaching us as believers. And I'll show you, I'll give you examples. In marriage, one thing they always hammer on, you know, a word that you often hear in marriage is sacrifice. A woman must be willing to sacrifice for her family. A man must be willing to sacrifice for his wife because he loves her. Guys, doesn't that sound familiar? Remember what Jesus Christ did, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That was a sacrifice there. That whosoever believes in him should not not perish but have everlasting life. The giving of his only son was a sacrifice. In marriage, they would teach a husband that you must love your wife to be able to sacrifice for her. The second one, guys, submission. You know, women, this one, you hear it like every other day because the world is even fighting it. The reason why the world is contending with all of these principles is because it, they are deep spiritual principles. It's not just about this. It's not, it's not on the surface. It's not just about the decision of marriage. It is. It goes deeper. Okay? So in submission, you hear them shouting, women submit to your husband. You know why that is important because even in our relationship with god there is submission you cannot walk with god without submitting to him the only reason why the holy spirit comes to dwell in me is because you have submitted yourself to his rule to his authority you have said lord i refuse to be lord over my own life i invite
invite you come and be lord of my life and when a lord comes to rule over a city what happens the people there submit to his lordship so when god takes over our lives what happens is that there is submission there so you see that the teachings of marriage are actually the teachings of a believer you are not learning anything new per se in marriage you're basically maybe learning it you know peculiar to the person that you've married but there is no new thing in terms of the the virtues that 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 they talk about in marriage because these virtues are things that we already shout and hammer on as believers in christianity now i'm not saying that you know all christian couples you know their marriages are successful or they will last longer because opposite is the case you'll find that even married couples are struggling in marriage and there's several reasons for that but i'm saying that you can make your marriage so much easier if you learn these principles as a single in your relationship with god before you enter that marriage it gives you a higher percentage a higher guarantee i dare say why because the values the principles the virtues they are all very similar the final example that we use is even to the fulfillment of 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 the law in love when the bible says love your neighbor as yourself love the lord with all your heart all your soul and all, all your mind what's happening in marriage you are loving your spouse now you guys think about it every single thing that was was taught about in in marriage they've already taught us in our relationship with god in bible school when we were children all oh, the love god love your neighbor devote yourself to god these are the same principles that are being applied in marriage so you find that it was so easy for god to use his relationship with us to describe marriage to us because it's the same thing it's the same thing he's our bridegroom we're getting married to our grooms we are the bride of christ we are going to be the bride of our husbands some husbands are going to be the husbands of their brides it is the same thing and so what do i want to achieve in this podcast today I want to encourage you not to wait until you stand before a pastor and you hear the pastor say, I now pronounce you man and wife before you start living and working in marriage. In your marriage with Jesus Christ, now start practicing. Start practicing what devotion is to God. Start practicing what submission is to Jesus. Start practicing what sacrifice is. Start practicing what love is. Start being conf- start being conf- conformed to the image of Christ from now. Don't wait until marriage before you be conformed because that that's where you know problem is to start left and right because now that you're in a relationship with god you're not allowing him to conform you to jesus so when you marry it will be more it will be amplified and so when those when, when when those issues begin to creep up you know you begin to say ah god did you lead me well what's happening here because when you now that you are single and you are working with god you are finding that you are still not being conformed so in marriage you must be conformed because there you are dealing with another human being okay i don't pray that it's a, it's a portion i pray that we would have blissful marriages i pray that we would have marriages that truly guys truly reflect the relationship that we have with god that is my prayer every day for my marriage i say god i want people to see my marriage and see you and themselves i want people to see my marriage and say ah this is it this is it i want people to see my marriage and think about the wedding banquets that would happen at the end of time that is my own heart's desire this is my goal for wanting to get married i want my marriage to truly mirror the relationship that i share with christ and i know that it's going to take a lot of work it's going to take a lot of sacrifice devotion submission and i'm ready to do that work i'm committed to doing that work i know that some days i would fail but i know that the spirit of god is at work in me to help me through it all and i really hope you commit to that same thing and i hope this episode has challenged you to really see why god uses himself and us to describe marriage as an institution 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. This is Fortune One Podcast, navigating life and relationships. Love and light, guys. Bye.